Shotzi Blackheart, and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the Raw Review. I'm your host, Corey Smith. In the studio with me today is my co-host, Michael Vergara. How are you today, man? I'm feeling great. I'm good too. We're, I mean, we should be feeling good we uh, just with got our, our our New Japan tickets. Your post, your your anxious no more. Oh my goodness gracious! I went. To, I mean, I have battle scars from that this morning. God, you saw those seats dropping like flies. If any of you listeners got those ringside seats, congratulations! Congratulations, and also, but I F, doubt F it. you. <laughs> I know. I know those t- those <clears throat> those ringside tickets really it probably was... sold out before. I think those are probably reserved, just like um, the Greatest Royal Rumble. They yeah. were reserved for the royalty of New Japan. Yep, the so. the prince of San Francisco himself. Yeah, but don't forget, guys. You besides can, me. You, besides you. Yes, besides myself. I'll be the princess. That's fine. Okay. Uh, but, guys, before we get into it, you know, you could always find us at our home, soundcloud.com slash Radio. You could also find us all different podcast uh, delivery applications, including Google Play, iTunes um, Podcasts, and Stitcher, TuneIn, and what was the other one? If you could see if it, if there, if, if it has podcasts... We're probably on like, it. It's probably on that, except yeah. for Spotify. You have to be of a certain of a certain stature. Yeah, we're not something to wrestle with yeah. level yet. We don't have our own WWE Network special yet. Yet, yet. yet. And yeah. also, we are also found here at our new second home, our home away from home. Let's say our our vacation home, KCSF Radio, Dude, part KCSF. of the part of the City College of San Francisco uh, Radio family here at the family wonderful. Of- Broadcasting and Electric Media Arts Department. Yeah, family of programming, such as City Wrestling, the home of City Wrestling Radio, and the first, and you know, the first uh, real show to get started here at KCSF. Yeah. Not Is to, it really? Not to bury anyone or put us. I over, know, but uh, we're the trailblazers. We're the women's revolution of City Wrestling Radio. We're, we're the the podcast revolution of KCSF. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're also you know we're leading the way. You know, the, and we are the come forth. We My are good the foremost says. authority yeah. of wrestling here at City College of San Francisco. And our first mandate, make everything about wrestling. Everything. I want wrestling-themed lunch. I just want those ice cream bars with CM Punk on it. Yeah, Malcolm Cecil, Professor Malcolm Cecil, he should just... He's t- right over there, actually. Oh, hey, oh, hey Malcolm. He's waving to us right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, uh, he really is. Over ch- there. We changing his curriculum it. to not, not the history of broadcasting, but the history of wrestling. Make him... Yeah, just, just make them teach wrestling all over broad in, Pima Intro classes. to wrestling, yeah. writing for wrestling. BCST 100, uh, introduction to wrestling. Performance in front of wrestling. How to do a figure four leg lock. That's an entire semester, by the way. No, an entire like chapter, how to yeah. do a figure four leg lock. Oh, yeah, there should be a, like pro wrestling yeah. classes here. Another lesson it's, is, okay, you were complete your thought, Corey. No, I was going to say Stu Hart, but then I felt like he passed away a long time ago. Yeah, like almost 15 years ago. So Almost 20. We'll get Brett in here. Yeah, I'm not going to do a Bret Hart impersonation. I'm sorry. No, I don't want to be offensive to any of our wonderful Canadian listeners. Yes, and speaking of Canada. Canada. We were at. Oh, you're right. The, the Raw. This is the Raw Review Show. And wow, that was a good, uh, that was a yeah. good segue. Woo! Oh, that segue. We're getting, segues. we're getting good at this. Going to make an app on about segues where you put your phone and then just dump it all over San Francisco. <laughs> just segue. But yes. Uh, speaking of Canada, Montreal, Quebec, Canada, home of Raw. Yeah, to, yeah Raw last this week took place in Montreal, Quebec, okay. Canada. Yes. Um, but you know, uh, you know, where did, where did you watch Raw last night? At home. Home. Yeah. Oh, I, I I don't even know why I'm doing this. I forgot where the new spot is. Buzzworks. 
Buzzworks, right? It's Buzzworks. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Uh, yeah, no, but I watched wrestling. I watched. Uh, I watched Raw at home a little bit later. After Actually, I'll correct you. I saw the first hour on. Um, I saw the first hour on my uh, like on at Bima at Master Control because I work there. Okay. And so, and then you're using your Comcast app. Yeah, there? my Comcast, my com, my very good Comcast app. And then I think around six after the Authors of Pain wrestled, I had to leave and I had to make up for that this morning. So. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, got, I watched it when I got off. Uh, got off, I get off work late, like nine thirty, mm-hmm. and then I try to watch some. Then and I finish mm-hmm. it up in the morning. Yeah. Uh, but guys, if you don't have anywhere to watch uh, Monday Night Raw, there is always a Monday Night Raw watch party sponsored by the San Francisco Wrestling Watching Club. Take place at Buzzworks Bar. Ooh. On Eleventh Street. Sure. Why not? I think it is. Yeah. It probably is. Yeah. Buzzworks Bar, San Francisco, California. Check it out every Monday night, starting at five p.m. Uh, live Monday Night Raw. Um, Tonight is the night. Watch party. Well, yeah. last night was the night. Okay. But I know what you mean. Yes. T- tonight's night. In Buzzworks, every night is the night. But anyways, let's not get in. Let's not waste any more time. Yeah, 11th Street. Uh, 365 11th Street, San Francisco, California. Yeah. Opens at 3 p.m. daily. So if you want to get there early and get sloshed beforehand, hey, just don't be and offensive this, to anyone. And this get drunk, just get drunk even before the show starts. Yeah. Just you suck Roman Reigns. But yeah, Montreal, Quebec, Quebec Canada. Québécois. Québécois. Je suis Québécois. Uh, je suis Finn Balea. Je suis uh, Corey Smith. Uh-huh. Or, or uh, Japel. 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 Zichel, Mike Michel, Vergaru. Um, Sacre bleu. It we got it. We got our yeah, French right We got our French accent. Well, everyone was speaking French last night, so yep. I felt like we should do a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah. I swear to God, that does... I used that one time on a homeless, a crazy homeless guy came up to me. Just started speaking French at him. Yeah, yeah and it he, worked. He was talking to me, and, he, and I, I said, "Oh, je ne parle anglais." Oh, and then he was like, "You damn non-Americans." That's probably not even any better. Un-Americans. Yeah, the un-American Americans. So yeah, raw. Raw last night started in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Started out with a Roman Reigns, a Roman Reigns, hot crowd for Roman. Boo! They hated him. I know, right? Um, you, no, no, go on. Uh, no, you since you're recapping the show, just came out. You know, I should, I should be. I'm the Universal Champion. I'm the true Universal. Whether you like it or not, guys, but I'm, I'm not. <laughs> All right, but that's what he said. Right? I know, I know, I know. It's just that's really just unfortunate, <laughs> dude. Like they they are these these start and stops on Roman Reigns. It, it it just keeps on continuing. Yeah, and they wonder why he's not over. Yeah, and then it was really weird, you know. Then Samoa Joe all of a sudden just came on, did a little did a little video beforehand because he just kind of came on out of nowhere, and then just as quick as he came on, he left. Yep. And uh, right after that, you know, we had. Um, out comes Jinder Mahal. You know, I, I forgot. I it's, thought he was from Montreal, but then I remember he's from Toronto. Yeah. Um, so he comes out to not really, you know. He, they got, he got booze. He but got then booze. People but started cheering him over Roman oh, for yeah. like for a little, for a hot second. And then they realized, oh, wait, no, we both, we hate both these guys. We, and they made both these, both these guys suck. It's kind of like George W. Bush against Trump. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. It, oh, it, dude. George W. Bush all the way then. <laughs> That's what are I'm you saying. kidding me? That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's probably why people are good. Yeah, gender. Wait, wait, so the lesser I, of two evils. Wait, what am I talking about? Uh, uh crap. Um, but then 
This crowd gets real hot for their next guy. Hometown Sammy, hero. Hometown hero. Sami Zayn comes out and speaks a whole bunch of French that I had no idea what he was saying. He starts like he starts doing his knee walks where he just elevates himself. Like he just lowly walks. I can't describe it, but like each step he takes, he goes down on one knee and yeah. then he immediately it, goes back like, up. Kind of like lunges. It's like a weird, weird form of um, what is it? The ska dance, scatting, uh, skanking, skanking, skanking. Well, it's skanking like, is like when you, yeah, you you know. Well, his interpretation of skanking, yeah. at least. Yeah, but. so he comes out to a sea, a sea of cheers. Uh, like I said, speaks a whole bunch of French that I have no idea what he said. Yep, didn't even bother getting into it either. <laughs> I I tried finding out, but I didn't to no avail. Uh, he comes out, and then all of a sudden, also right after him, of course, to another sea of cheers. Is Kevin Owens oh. I, wearing his uh, lovely Montreal style shirt, which I always love when they do hometown shirts. Yeah, wherever they go, they did the Bailey one in San Jose for payback last year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure it was a really nice shirt, though. It was her. It was like the hugging thing, hugging the San Jose. Probably shark the only logo. nice thing about that homecoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they both come out. Um, kind of, they all three want to. See who's gonna face Roman next. They all want to challenge Roman. Instead of that, you know, they, they do, do you want do you want Kevin Owens to face? No, no, do you want do you want Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns? Do you want Jinder Mahal? Yeah, versus... like a popularity contest. Of course, to a, of course. You know, of course uh, for some reason, everyone cheers uh, Owens over Zayn because that 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 interesting pop was hot. Yeah, way way hotter than Sami Zayn's pop. I mean, I'll I'll admit that I I would lo- I would like a Sami Zayn ma- Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns match over a Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns match because I think Sami Zayn is a little bit better than all everybody in that ring, and that mm-hmm. could have been a good match. But of course, they had to incorporate everybody. Uh, and then every, the, the fans started chanting uh, "We We" because we, we. that means that because, means yes. By the way, because they're they're, they're French French yeah. Canadians, yes. Yeah. Um, and then basically Roman was attacked by all three men. And, and to a chorus of cheers. Yes. We, we. Like everybody's just cheering over this outnumbered beatdown. And then we got Lashley. And out comes Lashley to try to help. Yeah, he tried his best. But he got beat down as well. Yeah. And then to save the day is... Uh, Braun. Braun. Yeah, I wasn't going to scream. No, Braun. I know. <laughs> um, Braun Strowman comes out to... Uh, to save the day for all of them, and now he he got cheers. Oh yeah, no. he totally got cheers. Braun Strowman. If anything, this is a super indictment on Roman Reigns. The fact that they're well, an indictment on the booking committee of their will, them willing to latch Braun Strowman on Roman Reigns in hopes that he gets cheered well, by association. Yeah, no, Braun will get cheered even. Even in the main event, and we'll get there later. Yeah. Um, when he was up against, you know, in the ta- in the six man tag match, seriously, against Owens and Zayn. When know, so. really, when really, they could just save themselves a lot of time and just, you know, push every push, uh, put all your chips into but the brawn basket. You look at these three guys standing next to each other, standing tall, taking it out. Jinder, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens. Who do you have in the ring? Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley. And uh, Braun Strowman. It's like, oh, I'm sure this is going to work out yeah. real well for everybody. And they're in Montreal. Who do you think put that? Uh, yeah, exactly. Who do you think put that stable together? <sighs> my three boys, come over here. My sons, my now, three sons. Now here's what I here's what I'm thinking. Do you think there can be any animosity between the three? In real life, of course not. I don't think so. I think they just they just see themselves as coworkers. They're like the boys in the locker room. But you don't think they're all kind competitive of competitive for a for spot? That Vince's number one uh, kind of guy spot. I think everybody. I just have this sort of feeling in the locker room that everybody like 
Roman Reigns isn't exactly hated in the locker room for all, for all we know, right? Like he's actually like one of the most w- more well liked individuals in the, you know, in the back. Yeah. And so everybody is like, I think everybody's just trying their best to help Ro- help you know Roman be over because they're of the mindset that if Roman gets over, then everyone's over. You know, like that's I remember AJ Styles saying that one time in an interview with Steve Austin. Like, if there's one, like, it doesn't matter where I am. If every if one person's doing yeah. really good. Then we're all doing really yeah, good. Yeah, you know, whoever who whoever's doing really good. Not to say I necessarily agree with that mindset, but it's 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 how they think over there, you know? Yeah, no, I mean definitely the once the main person, you know, Hulk yeah. Hogan back in the day is putting in bringing in a lot of fans, yeah. uh, it's gonna draw money for everyone else, you know? Yeah. And more well, maybe not in the Hogan case. And there's a real familiar you get a sense of a real family like mentality We're around the, in the locker WWF room so or wwe if they think and if they if they all agree that roman is the guy then well what well, i guess it's it's really just a rest on the laurels of the audience of wanting wanting that to happen which yeah. is an ongoing crisis for all we know yeah it's ongoing uh, the war. Next up, we have uh, so uh, basically a six man tag match. They announced it for, for later that night. Yeah. Heels versus faces. Uh, yeah, no angle on this show. J- yeah, no angle. No, uh, no Stephanie. Which Stephanie's probably gonna be gone for a while. But yeah. uh, no authority figures. Two shows in a row. I mean, it's uh, it's it's more just like it's implied. You think he's resting up after that greatest Royal Rumble? Oh, that that strong match. showing of the greatest Royal Rumble. What, how long did he last? Like I don't know, but he did have a good back and forth with Brian yeah. at one point. Man, for like three seconds, I was kind of bummed out. I I wanted a stare down. What do you think of the greatest Royal Rumble? Should we just? No, we're not gonna. I mean, we won't review it today. I mean, it was. I mean, we'll just do. Just a say quick it was like. Hey, did you like it? Was it was okay. It was good. It was, it was fun. It was a house show. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Like yeah. I said, it was a glorified house show. We we thought that going into it. It's propagandastic. No, no titles changed hands besides the ones that had to because yeah. they were vacant. Yeah. Um and yeah, it was just weird. The crowd was a little. Weird. I mean, no, it was random. There were even they didn't like Roman. You you can tell though that there was. I will say this: they they cheered for who they were supposed to cheer, and they were booed who they were supposed to. Except Roman. Well, that's what I'm saying is that they played into the. They know how they knew what they were doing because they watched the product. They know how it's presented to them. Yeah, and um, it's just the you can tell the separation of power. Yeah, I felt, and I'm not going to get all political here. Of course, but you can. We got the new news show for that. Down below, you had the the Saudi (laughs) royal government officials. And huge open spaces, and then all of a sudden, everyone else kind of like in the bowl. But yeah, that was great. So, so it was fun. Yeah. The match was fun. I mean, Braun went over, and that title belt looks awesome. For Daniel Bryan, my I boo. Want, I my would b- buy that title belt if it went on sale. Yeah, my boo, Daniel Bryan, going seventy-four minutes with a with a friggin' with a friggin' uh, chest. Like, oh, I want to see a Roderick, him and Roderick Stone go one on one. Yeah, with a chest wound, that? like really. It probably time? happened, honestly. Somewhere. Yeah, in sure. ROH. It, his Ooh. chest wound looked But that's horrible. the thing is that Daniel actually, I think, in his opinion, won the match. Yeah, he was like, eh, it's a it's it's a bit of a Pyrrhic victory. I'm not that, gonna... that's the that's the definition, right? You don't really win, but you kinda did win. And I'm Moral also, victory. I also don't like the fact that there are all these new records that came out of it. Like, oh, Braun Strowman threw out 13 man. Yeah, but it was like a 50 man rumble. Like, oh, Daniel Bryan lasted this long. Added 50 man rumble. Yeah. I get it. It's impressive. It's not a real it's rumble. Oh, yeah. well, it is a Royal Rumble, but it's also, but it's not. Apparently, it's not it was anything. a real rumble. It was a real rumble. Yeah, they'll count it. It's fine. Okay. Anyways, back to uh, back to Raw last night. Mm-hmm. Um, so, thumbs up. All right, greatest Royal Rumble. Thumbs up or thumbs down or thumbs middle? I'm going to say thumbs 
middle. Middle, yeah. yeah. Thumbs middle. All right, so next up we have Elias coming out and singing a wonderful song for the crowd. With his robe, his sweet robe. Yeah, Rome, or, uh, Elias just also always looks like he has a bunch of essential oils mm-hmm. in his beard. And again, a crowd hot as hell for this man. Yeah. They, 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 they knew his shtick when he said, hold your applause. They applauded like crazy. When he said, you know what WWE stands for? It's walk with Elias. Yeah. It's I, it's fantastic. I don't even like Elias, but I, I do love I every time. Walk with Elias. Oh, yeah. I do yeah, every time. Definitely. It's, um, do you think, as a, probably a broader discussion for later, but with that gimmick, how long do you think he's going to have like that guitar gimmick? That's probably his meal ticket. I mean, that's his meal ticket, but he can grow from there. Yeah. I want him to grow from there because. He's, he's also a pianist. You know who yep. who knows what else he can play. He play might bit. yeah play a violin. Mm-hmm. You, you know he might be able to play a cello, yeah. a harp. But he, w- I'm trying to think of another instrument. Um, a flute, uh, a clarinet, a clarinet, a trombone, uh, a tambourine. We, we got it. No, there's a lot we more. We can do. We he could sing. Oh, he does sing. He does sing. He could do acapella. Yeah. Like barbershop quartet, but all by himself, like blah blah. But then, uh, but somehow he just comes off as multi-tracks too. Exactly, he just sounds like he multiple has, people. He has like delay effect going. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, he comes out and sings a song, uh, kind of putting down the crowd as he always does, and Bobby Roode, which leads into our next match. We had Bobby Roode versus Elias. I thought this was actually a pretty good match. I mean, it was a pretty good match. It was a good match, but it had to be. A t- but it was a. T- it had a television match ending where just nobody like. It was because it was how it ended. Bobby Roode. Go yeah, ahead. so basically what happened was uh, uh, Elias was kind of working Roode's throat the entire time. And mm-hmm. I know that sounds weird, um, but yeah, yeah. he mm-hmm. was uh, he was working his throat the entire time. And then the entire after a kick to the throat and earlier in the match, earlier in the match, he got a kick to the throat. Yeah. And, and then, then later, uh, Bobby Roode was on the apron on the outside and Elias throws Bobby Roode right into the the in between part of the, the turnbuckle yeah, and metal the ring part. Post. His, like, yeah, yeah, it's like that metal part where he hit his throat on it and he bounced up, and that was actually probably I thought the most brutal part of the match. Of course, because he stopped breathing, he couldn't breathe. Yeah, he's outside the he falls outside the ring and they stopped the match. Like I said, they didn't throw any X's up because you know it's storyline. Yeah, and um, the EMTs come out. Elias comes out, looks at him, stands over him. I thought he was going to attack, but yeah. never did. But he just grabbed a microphone and says, "And your winner is Elias," and that was it. It was it was a okay match that. That turned out whatever because the ending was whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was what it was. It was long, too. Elias is a great performer, though. I can't He's a pretty good worker. I think Elias is actually... He is he continues to grow as a worker, in my opinion, mm-hmm. like where his... You know, he gets yeah. great... Good, good to... No, like... Okay to good matches. And especially of, coming from, you know, being hit, being where he was in NXT, known yeah. the drifter Elias Samson. Stop doing that elbow drop, no, too. Stop doing the elbow drop because it reminded me of someone, brother. Yeah. Was um, he from Pittsburgh as well? I don't know. Macho man. man. Oh, well. Probably. But, anyways, yeah. So the next. Uh, wait, what? Yeah, no, it's just I'm just reaffirming my point where every time Elias wrestles, I don't have this existential dread, unlike Jinder Mahal or Baron Corbin. He's yeah. past. He's past that point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. give give gender some time. You know, let, let I we I've given him enough time. So all right, all right. Uh, so next uh, next match tonight we have the Authors of Pain versus the fabulous tag team of Jean Paul and Francois. Local talent. 
Jean-Paul and Francois. AKA local talent. So uh, you know how this match is going to yeah, go. Yeah, but they definitely got the champion's entrance. Uh-huh. Uh, AOP comes out first. Uh, they do a little interview with uh, Jean-Paul and Francois, I mean. Well. Yeah, do an interview in back stating why they want to fight the AOP. Come out to the ring to some, you know, local Canadian music. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the Canadian national anthem. Uh, <laughs> basically, the end of the, yeah, it was, like you said, squash match, which, uh, they did that power bomb. The super back. collider. Yeah. Uh, followed by the last chapter on Jean Paul. You had Acom pinning Jean Paul for mm-hmm. the win. Uh, then yeah. AOP grabs the mic and cuts a promo for the first time I've hearing them, you know. Sans Paul Ellering. Yeah, which I feel like something's missing, man. And he let, and he, he, and Paul Ellering said it himself that he likes to travel, so you can take that like whole really yeah that whole sentiment out the window he said he wants he would he would travel he would be down to travel with aop but apparently they they don't want him i guess it's just vince's uh um what do you call it not hatred but then like him not really liking managers i guess which (laughs) yeah best of luck to you zelina vega yeah but yeah i won't yeah i won't get into that that's another show exactly that's the after hour show. Oh, yeah, brother. Got what or what else? Uh, so AOP then grabs my cuts promo saying the book of pain is still open and every tag team in Monday Night Raw or on Monday Night Raw will have a chapter in it. And, and it's up to you to become the best seller. And then they, for some reason they books. yelled center of destruction. Sure, why what, not? I, which is their new catchphrase? I don't know. Probably on a T-shirt. Center of destruction. No, no, two no. People. They didn't say the center. The they just yelled center of destruction. Okay. I barely got up. They might have said something else, guys. If they said something else and you think they said something else, let us know because I got center of destruction. Um, what do you think their catchphrase should be? Uh, look at us. We're authors of pain. <laughs> hi. We are authors of pain. Or no, just hi with their like their names signed on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Acom Razor. Put that on a shirt. Ooh. Uh, next up, we have um, Rollins coming out. Kind of. Uh, oh, my God. Yes. He, I mean, he was completely over. Uh, but it was kind of a long. I felt like it was a long-winded promo, you know. Like, no, you know, it's where, he's where um. I, I, I what, won the title. I'll say this: I went him, to South Africa. When he panders to the crowd, it's it works because the crowd actually likes him. They yeah. like him a lot. So when he says like, like you guys are maniacs, I'm a maniac. What I did, I went to South <sighs> Africa. I went back to America, and then I went back to Saudi Arabia and for some reason I'm having a country accent because yeah, I, <laughs> all around the world I'm looking at your cow palace royale oh, shirt yeah. that's why that you're wearing man that should be the, the cowboy uh, Seth Rollins <laughs> that could be his next game yeah. oh, the cowboy Seth Rollins gotta burn this hickory down but <laughs> I yeah. love how my Seth Rollins but he kind of just gave a a rundown of what he went through the past couple weeks. Granted, and the crowd was like post wrestle post WrestleMania loud. Oh, Some yeah. might say they were better than the post WrestleMania. No, crowd. I think they were right there with it. Yeah, you can't you can't really put down this year's post WrestleMania. Well, they were crowd. at the level at the same level. Yeah, they were. At the smooth, they weren't they at the Smoothie Center this year? Smoothie King Center, the but whatever. King Center? But yes, Seth Rollins comes and cuts that promo with his country ass accent. Yeah. <laughs> and um, out comes uh, Finn Balor. Yes, who, like I said before, because. Jay Appel, Finn Balor. It's like he had like his Irish accent was like super strong when he was doing the French thing, yeah. and it was just like, <laughs> uh, you, you man. Yeah, and they he basically comes out, asks Finn uh, to be the fighting champion and defend that title tonight, and but uh, what? But oh no, I mean Seth Seth agrees to the match. 
Oh, you didn't. You no. I'm I'm referring to the I'm referring to the the line that Seth Finn Balor says. So when Seth Rollins says like I'm a I'm a fighting champion. I have a I have a match. Oh, I like backlash. that. But I like that. But yeah. I like here. Let's no. I remember it. Yeah. Sorry. No. Uh, I, oh, okay. 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 Sorry. No. I thought I thought you were gonna say yeah, something. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Basically, because he likes that butt, and um, Seth accepts the challenge. He accepts the challenge for later tonight. Uh, further for reinforces inter- my fan fiction of Finn Balor and Seth Rollins, man. And out comes uh, the Miz-Taraj, which are still using the Miz's, the Miz's theme, music. which is I mean, I think they're, it's mostly gonna, it's mostly because to promote that Miz match. At they're that gonna class. go to SmackDown, dude. They're going to go smack. Dude, no one can go list. anywhere anymore. It's a, That's it. It's closed. I mean, why not? Yeah. They'll get fired or something. Uh, they come out and they said. That's what they said. Oh, really? <laughs> Did you hear that? Can you hear that? I like that, but. Yeah. Uh, so basically, Ms. Taraj comes out and gives a whole promo. Like, you know, we shouldn't have talked to you guys separately last week or the past couple of weeks. We should have talked to you guys together because there's four of us wearing their finest homemade t-shirts well they, they they teased a little bit like they were just waiting to unveil it and then ta-da and it was the their four faces cut out just of pieces of paper and just like taped, taped onto on a, the shirt their finest uh st- liquor store bought and white then, t-shirt and for like a good like 20 seconds it was a uh, axel and Bo. they were like huh eh? eh? yeah eh? Yeah. Eh? yeah 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 eh? Eh? uh they basically said you know you know screw the balor club screw um shield we need there's one, one two three four of us four horsemen that we need to form the four horsemen of the wwe um and you know they basically turned around and said you know that's a that's a hard that's a hard no on that yeah, and then Seth finn balor does the same like he puts their hands down yeah yeah finn balor does it like he did last sorry week. feller yeah um Miz Taraj goes to leave the ring and then all of a sudden turns around and tries to attack um Finn and Seth, but and then know. they did their moves. They did the comeback, and then all of a sudden, Finn Balor hits his uh, 1916. That wasn't the, wasn't the 19. It was the 19. Oh, or yeah, was, it was the 19. It was the 19. Like an elbow, like a little bit of a different elbow. I don't remember. I know later in the night, I saw about, that segment this morning. They were about to call the it the 1916. Later in the night, they were like, "No, that's the elbow he dropped on him earlier." But it's said, "Well, regardless, regardless of the attack, he, he dropped Finn, Seth Rollins, or yeah. yeah, in the middle of the ring." And then they both smile, but then nonetheless, they still smile at each other longingly, like, "Ah, you got." me you got and me finn balor's like oh you got i got you and then yeah they continue that uh that relationship that of my dreams yeah so later tonight we will have finn versus seth for the intercontinental title Mm-mm. um next up we have sasha banks versus ruby riot Ooh, which was you know it was a decent it was match. actually a really good match in my yeah. opinion it was uh, the, more than i can expect from a, a singles women's match on a monday night raw Especially from Sasha Banks. Yes, uh, Ruby Riot comes out with the Riot Squad, Sarah Logan, and Liv the Animal Steel Mor- uh, Morgan. Did you say Liv the Animal Steel? Yeah, Liv the Animal Steel Morgan. Okay. Just because she I'll comes s- out I'll with, allow it. with that Jolly Rancher mouth. Okay. Oh, my God. Because apparently they are Jolly Ranchers. She posted on social media. When, I was trying to find the actual picture yeah. of it, but I can't. I, it was in a story. She put, she's like, everyone asks why my mouth is blue. It's these Jolly Ranchers I eat. It's not Raymond Rose face paint. No, no, no. Liv Morgan, not Sarah oh. Logan. Oh, Sarah so. Logan's with Raymond. Oh, controversy oh, no. in Riot Squad, stirring it up, Michael. Uh, no, so yeah, it's... it was a really good match. Um, you know, you know, Ruby. Uh... Oh yeah, so Ruby hit that back. It was a cannonball. Sen- yeah, they called it, it, it a, a back, but it was a backwards cannonball. It was a backwards cannonball where it read as a that must have hurt. Oh, yeah, you can't do that for <coughs> long. You can't do that. 
Like for uh, what is how how much does Ruby weigh? Like one thirty, one twenty. I would say something like that. Yeah. And then for her to land all of that in her on her back on Sasha's ribs, on bony Sasha Banks. Yeah, because she's really skinny. Let's just she's, she's fit. Come on, now. she's fit. She's but, very. She's in top physical condition. But you know, it's not like falling on like me. I would be a, like a fluffy person to fall on. It's it's a lot of weight. So yeah, that must that must not have felt good. Yeah, no, not at all. Sasha Banks, bump it for the business. Sasha Banks and Ruby Riot. Yes, these guys, these gals had a good match. So uh, it was it a really good match. It was ended with the backstabber bank statement on Ruby, uh, but Logan distracts the ref. Um, Logan pulls Ruby Riot over to the ropes. The end of the match was Sasha on the top rope. Logan attempts to attack Sasha. Sasha fought her off, yeah. fought Logan off a little bit. Uh, Riot goes in for what was it? That kick, the Riot kick. Mm-hmm. Off and, the top rope. And pulls Sasha yeah. down, one, two, three. So the story going down is that her and uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey, they're mis- they're not communicating. and They need the, to pull the trigger on that, dude. And the laurel of this match was um, the fact that Sasha Banks was just outnumbered, like outdone, like she couldn't get, she wasn't able to fend off everybody. And it was she, and she got distracted enough for Ruby Wright to capitalize. And so this thing continues. Yeah, so it was... Um, they need to pull the trigger on that Bailey Sasha thing, man, because this is getting a little tiresome too. Yeah, people um, are just not gonna like people if you if you wait too long. People are just gonna go cold on that program. Yeah. Oh, definitely, man. I mean, I don't know if they're just, no. It's not gonna be backlash. Definitely not backlash. This is the what go is, home show for do? backlash. Oh my god, we have to do predictions this week, don't we? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, we have to do predictions this week. Anyways, uh, next up we have a moment of bliss, which was a little bit better than last week's. So I'll say that. What was the story? Um, she went to Disneyland and, you know, she would just, her and Naya would go to Disneyland and she would, she would just make her, she would make fun of her height, Alexa's height the entire time. And, you know, she was, she would, she would even make fun of her height when she would get in the teacup ride. But it's a cup. You just sit in a cup. That was a good part. That was really, that was kind of funny. Alexa Bliss. Uh, And then, you know, she started kind of going into the fat shaming a little. She held two turkey (laughs) <laughs> drumstick which all of it was kind of funny okay this segment was actually really good yeah it was better than it was better it was better it's less weird because you're conditioned for this now because like when you first saw it it's like what the hell is this and you're like oh god an anti-bullying this. campaign really ww from a heel really wwe but whatever yeah i mean they no longer do that be a star thing anyway so they might uh, as well just, no they might as well just go with it right just be yeah a moment of bliss uh, so next up, we have Renee Young with uh, Titus Worldwide, which I mean, Titus is my favorite person. Tripping worldwide. And, and, uh, you know, he came out and he said, no, I, I planned that. Everything went according. So he was talking about the, he was, okay, for oh, those yeah, who didn't yeah. know, he was talking about his tumble. I mean, like, you listen to this show, you probably knew what happened. Yeah. So Titus O'Neil, he was entering the Greatest Royal Rumble and then he slipped. Number 29? Number 29. He slipped and fell and he slid all the way to the. To un- under the road. To under the ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah, under the ring. And Sorry. this might be above, like, Shockmaster levels of botch. Oh yeah, because at least the Shockmaster it was his debut. Yeah, but then it was his and debut. But his mask fell off too. And though. this isn't Titus's first time falling. Oh my God, yes. This this is the second time it happened. At least the second time it's happened on live TV. Yeah. Uh, first time was an, the NXT when it was a competition show yeah. way back when, and when he was carrying that keg, tripped, tripped within like yeah. three seconds. That Florida Gator, uh, just apparently does. It's just. 
Those gators aren't just aren't coordinated enough, I guess. Yeah. So basically, Titus basically said, I "He pl- owns up to it." He, I planned. No, I'm just kidding, Renee. Like I, <laughs> I failed, but when I fail, I get back up. And yeah, easily, honestly, it's a lot better for him for, to get this spotlight rather than just being whatever, being put in a whatever spot and then just be eliminated like nothing. Like no, he he came off as one of the biggest stars regardless of how it came off in the show they're selling t-shirts now too about yeah so rumble stumble or slide so do it worldwide good on him for owning up to it yeah i do think the pylon was a bit too much like a little bit like when it happened like oh we're gonna show this again and again and again it it sucks because i didn't see it live so i didn't get that full live i saw it live and so it's unfortunately this probably will hamper like will hamper his chances of ever being world champion like even though those chances were slim to begin with but this yeah, super this super like i don't know if titus will ever be world this, champion yeah i mean man, his, I don't know. but his brand is worldwide yeah titus worldwide okay i mean that's pretty i always love titus worldwide next up we have a well hit. i know baron uh, corbin but then, oh like in the interview though in the middle of the interview baron corbin he just you, said oh you're right you slid you slid I am an FBI agent. You you shouldn't have slid. That would have been cooler. I still understand why you think Baron Corbin sounds like Keanu Reeves. He's like, yeah, it's just he talks so slow, and he just you know his. But he's a lot louder, and he's a lot more. Hey, Titus. He, he talks with a lot more authority, and you know like you're F- stupid. He talks like he's an idiot. He talks like a varsity, like the traditional. Yeah, it's a varsity jock who's varsity just, jock. He's pretty like, much the O'Doyle rules in um Billy Madison. <laughs> a Doyle rule. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Just, he just you know he comes in and just you, you would have been cooler if you didn't slide. And then Titus O'Neil, it just ends with the interview with just Titus O'Neil saying like, "Oh no, it's okay, Renee. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's all right. You know, it's okay." I'm, and it just I'm fades out. T-shirts. Don't worry, Baron. <coughs> you don't then, have a new T-shirt. And then what happened? And we have a history of of time and space with Matt Hardy oh, and Bray Brayth Wyatt. Um, it was basically, I, it was, it was kind of funny where, you know, they superimpose their pictures onto a different, a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. George, Wa- you know, the George Washington, uh, one of his battles on the boat, mm-hmm. um, the moon landing and what else was there? Oh, oh, World War II victory party. What that, that, that one was actually kind of funny. The V-Day? Because yeah, the, the, yeah, that traditional picture of the Marine kissing the woman and they're just standing right behind them like, hey, what's going on over here? And so we've been, yeah, yeah, that was funny. Uh, what did they call themselves? Like Samuel and Samuel and something else. I don't know. Oh my goodness. It's just their jobs. Whatever. It's whatever. Only the finest. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, blocking my view of you. <laughs> uh, so next up, we have our the six-man tag match, which was announced earlier in the night, the heels versus faces. Gender- Surprised this, this was early on the show. Yeah. I, I mean, thought this was main event. This would main event. No, I mean, once they announced Finn versus Seth, I knew that was going to main event. I think personally. Okay. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, as far as preferences go, yeah, that should main event, but... You know, so we had uh, Jinder, uh, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens versus Vince's boys, uh, Bobby Lashley, Roman Reigns, and Braun Strowman. Just call it that as a stable. Vince's boys, and they just come out to Vince's music. Just call them the corporation. Um, So that's what. Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a good match. It started out with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens kind of tagging back and forth in, uh, kind of who is going to start the match against Roman Reigns. Ended up Sami Zayn, and (laughs) I mean, yeah, yeah. 
like you said, he just but he's tiny standing up against all three of those guys. Yeah. Just Sami Zayn next to Especially uh, what about Kevin Owens too? He was also pretty tiny next to those guys. I even felt like Roman was tiny next to Lashley and uh oh, and yeah. Strowman. Yeah, and Roman Reigns is like what is he like six? He's only just a six footer. Is he really? I think so. He's like yeah. some, no, he's like six three. Yeah. Uh, so they basically the match was the heels were doing uh, doing a good job working over Roman and Lashley, keeping Braun out of the match. And then Braun gets the hot tag. Yeah, Strowman gets that hot tag, runs down, and then just runs down. He repeats the spot he did last week where he he bashes Sammy, and then he he goes outside the ring. He bashes Kevin. Goes back inside the ring. Yeah. Bashes Sammy. Goes back. It's the it's the in and out spot. Yeah, I mean, which is always going to be over because because he, he's like the fastest, strongest man because, they have there. Yeah, because he can do it. So fast, and he could do it with such you know velocity. Yeah, it, it, it'll pop any crowd, not just Montreal. Yeah, and like it was, it was a, it was a good six man tag match. Yeah, and like they said, this crowd was super hot for it because their hometown boys were in it. But unfortunately, Kevin uh, Owens ate the pin. Yeah, so at the end of the match, we had um, was it Kevin Owens giving Braun Strowman a super kick, lining, setting him. Yeah, up he kind of had like a little bit of offense, which popped the crowd immensely. Oh my! And then you saw that. Well, you saw that look in Kevin Owens' face, like I'm yeah. actually going to do this. Yeah, goes for the cannonball. And Braun just pulls himself the, up and just grabs him by the throat. You know what I really hope would have happened? What if he just like if he got the did the cannonball and then Braun Strowman just grabbed him mid air, mid air, and just and then power just bombed him and then picked him up for yeah. the running power slam. Uh, but he grabs him by the throat, picks him up, running power slam, and pins Kevin Owens, which you know the fans cheered for at the end. They kind of booed, actually. I kind of they lightweight booed, but they also love Braun, so they like we'll take it. It's not like it's uh, it's not like Roman is doing the job. Mm, yeah, no, it was yeah. It I was, could see, but then you could also see gender eating the pin. They could have done that. They could have, but uh, just to, pro- to give a little bit of protection. But hey, it's the hometown, <sighs> buddy. We're hometown pal we're in montreal you gotta pay your dues in your hometown pal we've already gave you enough enough respect time to screw you guys again <laughs> uh next up we have an ever so riveting baron corbin baron corbin promo because to make money you can't be funny dun, 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 dun. you think he was quoting jim Cornette? that was a, i mean probably was oh yeah didn't he say a wise man once told me yeah, Jim Cornette. Ain't, he ain't no one wiser than Jim Cornette. And that's exactly what Jim Cornette said, right? Yeah, money don't draw fun. No, uh, funny don't draw money. Funny, yeah. To make money, you can't oh. be funny. What was that? Uh, he was trying to get a reaction, but all he got was a boring react, a boring chant. Yeah, man. Because it was pretty bad. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a professional wrestler. I don't. I mean, I just started podcasting like what six months ago. And Has so, it been six months? I mean, when we officially first started. Yeah. Since the relaunch, like a month or whatever. Yeah. Um. Uh, but this sets up the next match was Baron Corbin versus No Way Jose after the attack last week, uh, when Baron attacked No Way Jose with his uh, with his uh, what do you call it? His, his conga line. His, they they call uh, it the rosebuds. Con- yes, I was gonna say rosebuds, but then I just remember it's just it's just, I'm just gonna call it conga line. I mean, yeah, I mean that's what they want to call it, right? Yeah. Uh, so I mean, it was it it was what it was. The entire match had. Um, Baron kind of on the offense, on the offense, just babyface in peril for Jose until Titus O'Neil's music hits. He comes out. Um, what do you call it? Uh, Dana Brooke and and Apollo. You know, hold him back. Make sure he yeah. doesn't run. Yeah, no. Let's uh, let's wipe the floor. Hold on, hold on. Dry down the uh, the floor. Yeah. And Titus O'Neil does his uh, a, a good step in. You know. Yeah. Uh, but then he goes up to the ropes and he does he so 
you know, worked uh, fall yeah. trying to climb into <laughs> ropes. It's like, like a banana peel spot. Yeah, for a second there, I was really like, oh, are we going to do this? And then... Every week, is he going to slip on something? Yeah. And then... And Baron Corbin gets a little, ha, 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 you fell. <laughs> you fell, man. It's and, like, seriously. And then No Way Jose rolls up Baron Corbin for the win. What? With, I lost. Which is... Um, what happened? Which I don't get why that. Why is Baron Corbin a stoner all of a sudden? <laughs> like, with me, with... No Way Jose just beat me, man. And, uh, I mean, is that... Is that Jose, uh, Baron's weakness now? Uh, like Music? Forever? No, I mean uh, getting rolled up. Yeah. He you always... roll up Baron Corbin, you're guaranteed to... Dude, he needs to work on his core muscles, I'm telling you. Corbin muscles. Yeah, man, it's Corbin. Uh, uh, next up, we had Mickey James versus Natalia. Which, I mean, Mickey James needs, needs to stay away from that bedazzler, man. You mean, her, what do you mean? Did you bedazzle? S- bedazzle? Do you know what a bedazzler is? Are they pants? No, okay, so. Because I like her pants. <sighs> that's her mom that's, jeans. That's what I'm talking about. So she had like this, like straight out of like 1977 uh, kind of hat, like the denim hat with the denim top. And denim oh, bottom. yeah. Well, with, straight like, out of 90s. With the sparkles and everything. So a, 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 Rhinestones. A, yeah, rhinestones. I'm sorry. A bedazzler is something that you take to clothing and you add rhinestones to your clothing with okay. it. That's what a bedazzler is. At least eh, that's what you know, whatever called. makes you different, you know. It's At least that's what the Simpsons called it, and that's yeah. that's all I know in history. Um, but it was an okay match. I mean, um, it was an Italia versus Mickey James match. It's what you expect from those two ladies, you know. Good, but you know, not earth shattering because, of course, because it's a television match. But then, what's interesting about this is at rings uh, to aid them on ringside. Mickey oh James, yeah, yeah. Mickey uh, Mickey James was accompanied ahead. by Alexa Bliss and. Um, Ronda Rousey was a company natty to ringside. Yeah, she was just there. She again, another Ronda Rousey spot where she's just there. Yeah, yeah, and uh, she comes out. Uh, what happened? Just to people to remind you that Ronda Rousey is still in this roster. Yeah. Um, so basically, Mickey had control of the match pretty much the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, not really much back and forth. Alexa Bliss gets on the apron to try to distract. Um, Natty, and all of a sudden, Rhonda, Rhonda, just like her, she just scrunches, does her, she does her scrunch face, and then walks real fast, and then Alexa Braun Strowman running towards her. Yeah, Alexa Bliss started running, and then Rhonda started running, and they just started circling around the ring until Alexa Bliss runs up the ramp, runs up the ramp, and then Natty gets the roll up win on Mickey James. Was it a roll up win? Was it? I think it was. Oh, probably. Who cares? Uh, yeah, Natty got the roll up win during the yeah. And yeah. uh, that was the that was that segment. Like so, they celebrated Ronda Rousey's there. Like, hey guys, uh, I'm Ronda Rousey. Her, that's Kathy, her catchphrase. Is she, is she Kathy Kelly now? Hi guys. Hey I'm, guys. I'm Ronda Rousey. Uh, so Alexa's on the ramp, and all of a sudden Nia Jax's music hits. Which, if Nia, if you're not a bully, you shouldn't be chasing <gasps> girls down. I'm just oh, saying. No. Just saying. Oh, no. um, chases Alexa basically through the crowd, and Nia you just bully the bully. Come on now. Yeah, Nia gets in the. That's true. That's true. Uh, Naya gets in the ring, stands tall with Rhonda and uh, Natty. And uh, yeah, Hol- holds their hands high. And did you see Naya got her side plates now? Yeah, what are they? Uh, they say Naya Jax. Oh, yeah. Not the not the not one eye and then not another eye. I think uh, I hope Charlotte has that on lockdown. Take it. Screw it. No, I don't <laughs> know. That's the queen, man. 
Uh, next up, we had... Uh, there was a queen before there was a goddess. Next up, we had the one of the iPhone video promos, um, Drew McIntyre, yes. or, or uh, McZiggle Wiggles, that's what I call him, McZiggs. Of Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I mean... McZiggle Wiggle. McZiggs. McZiggle Wiggle. Um, and they were doing it, like, where were they filming this? In their hotel room. Not even, it was like a... Hotel was like a utility closet. Yeah, they were like, hey, like we need someone to film, like, like sorry, all we have is this utility closet, it's got a bunch of chairs in it. So mixed match challenge level promos here too it was just weird and then so they, they cut the promo you know everyone is gonna know our name pretty I'm, much we're mcziggle wiggles we're mcziggle wiggles and again we, another just a reminder that these were here yeah that we're just dudes in this roster no. but it was whatever next up we have the main event of the evening and wow boy oh boy we got ourselves a barn burner here, ladies and gentlemen. This is a really, really good match, and I think this is probably better than all of their other matches. Out of their four matches between each other? Yeah. <laughs> That's the interesting part. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to just run down this? Did you do a play-by-play? Yeah, or? so punch to the kick to the kick. To the, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, I was. Oh, well, first I was going to say I really love Seth Rollins' black and yellow attire also finn balor all of a sudden just conveniently found his balor club for everyone shirt out of convenience wow. uh, yeah out of convenience like, like wow that shirt probably like i couldn't find this for a week I, I wonder why i just uh, no. no i mean he, I, he, I misplaced it i think you know what it was before he packed for saudi arabia he he just probably mispacked it yeah it's like it was somewhere there like, like it wasn't allowed to be worn on tv or something it's like, like it's that. one of those secret compartments in your like baggage like where you like oh I'm gonna use this. It secret was probably compartment. really hot out there, dude. Come on. So he just so it, he went the, that one shirt. Okay. Or right. did he, or was he shirtless or was he? I did think he, he was shirtless it? that night. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. The, you want to make sure if he was shirtless or not? I do. Every time. I may. I should make the shirt. I should have a shirtless count. Shirtless or not shirtless, Finn Balor. We should do a podcast. I'm actually gonna get my my new Finn Balor shirt today. I'm really? The Finn Balor for everyone. I'm gonna get it today. Oh wow. Those are that actually legitimately looks cool too. Along with the money in the bank lunchbox. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, um, so what I was saying is that yeah, so the fans were really hot and into this match. Um, did you see the the fan ringside? The fan of the night. We allow women. No, no. there was a sign that said "We allow women." Oh wow. Yeah. Um, no, I'm talking about the guy in full Finn Balor face. He's demon the demon, face the demon with face no face. shirt on. Yeah. Like he took his shirt off for this one, and he had like, to have like at least Finn Balor had to at least like slapped him up. Like, hey, that's oh, a good, that's oh, a Fiddler. good feller. That's a good paint. I'm gonna use it, but I'm not gonna use it today because I'm clearly gonna win this match. But what happened, Corey? Uh, so I mean, it was a, uh, it was a good. I mean, it was a good match. Kind of reminded me of. Kind of an Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit match from back in the day. All right, because it was just so technical, it was, back and forth. Yeah, it was super back and forth. There was this good sequence where, um, there was this deal. Like, so are you talking about the the, super, Seth, the superplex? Yeah, Seth Rollins does the superplex, and then you'd expect where he rolls in to try to do a second one. Yeah, you know, the second superplex or and, a second uh, suplex, and then Finn Balor just out of a swerve does he does the second suplex? Well, he does the Falcon Arrow. He yeah. does the Falcon Arrow. And for a for a near fall, and then what else happened? There was a roll up. There was a roll up count. And then sequence. there was like a really like back and forth between like a coup de gras to a, it was a so it was a coup de gras miss to a an ab kick. Balor goes to the uh, almost gets hit with the curb stomp. It's really elaborate. Gets missed. Guys. Yeah, just watch the match. I don't yeah. want to sit here. And, we're not we're not Mauro Ronaldo here as much as we want to be Mama right me. now. It was a great match. Um, huh? but. Really fantastic match between the two. Seth Rollins pins Finn Balor with a uh, eventually a, with, a, with a curb stomp. A curb stomp, yeah. And uh, e- I, I want to say easily their best match between the two. 
and probably one of the best main event Raws in a very long time. And big ups to Seth Rollins. Like this, the gauntlet match, he is if he keeps this up, he's probably going to be at least in the running for my top three wrestlers of the year. Seth Rollins has been killing it. I think his move, his his movement, he has just been a crap ton more confidence, confident ever since his knee injury. It's like he's starting to get the flow of things. He's not... He's not thinking he's just some ticking time bomb with his, you know, with his own body. Now he's more fluid, he's more crisp, he's more confident, and it shows and it really just shows in the work rate in in the ring. And Finn is no slouch either, too. Like Yeah, oh, definitely. It man. takes two to tango in re- in these wrestling these matches. These are probably two of the best performers. I'm not going to say two of the best uh, wrestlers in the world. Wrestlers mm, in the world. Top 5, top 10. Top 20. Easily for, top 10. Easily top 20. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but I mean, you're yeah. competing with people like you know Roderick Strong and Daniel Bryan. And you can't. It's top five. Really. The jury's still out there for Daniel Bryan. Still, in my opinion, like he had a really great match with AJ Styles. Bulls, but no, I, I'm I saying of all time. I'm not saying oh, of all time. No, yeah. I'm talking about like oh today. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. then the argument can be made for Daniel Bryan just for what he's done, and he's mm-hmm. still wrestling today. Anyway, that was raw. That was Monday Night Raw. I mean, what do you think of the show? Like overall, what would you think of the show? It, uh, the crowd really helped this. The yeah. crowd is probably the real star of this show, mm-hmm. and oh um, yeah, I mean there was a lot of segments that, like, given on any other kind of moment, would be kind of lame. But that crowd really fed into the emotion of the show. So yeah. if we had every, I mean, I don't want to say every. They should just crowd, go to Montreal every week. Just every week. Every week. Just make that like they make that their full sale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. so yeah, it was pretty good. Like I said, you know, yeah, I would say it was. It didn't drag. No, I like. I enjoy. I actually enjoyed watching it when I wasn't mm. like tired from work. When I woke up this morning, had and, some coffee and, and watched. And the it. crowd did it. And the crowd played a big part in that. Yeah, let's get into some questions. We have some questions this week. Ooh, yeah, D- yeah, two or three questions. But you know, questions are questions. Um, so our first question is from Justin. Um, Justin, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, what is the one thing in the industry missing most from the Attitude Era? Wait, what? What? What is the one thing missing right now in the industry? Missing from the Attitude Era, like from the Attitude. What do you want from? What does he want that? What? Okay, so Attitude Era. What does he want from the Attitude Era to be put? What, what in do you? Yeah. What industry? do you want? Yeah. Um, from the Attitude Era to be to be brought back right now. I mean, it's not sent. Not not much of a sense of like, like putting something from the Attitude Era straight back to today but i would say the booking like i want to like you know you have a you have a face that actually you know triumphs rather than just be be in peril sometimes like you i you watch an old episode of um you watch an old episode of monday night raw and then you see steve austin like you know getting uh, getting up on getting one up on vince mcmahon and that happened not every week but it happened a fair amount and just leaving the crowd happy instead of just making you know, just making everybody all bittersweet of the fact like, oh, he's the baby phase. We're going to do this underdog story because not everyone could be Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to say the hardcore title. 24-7? 24-7, baby. That was probably the network of, title. Well, the network title, the hardcore, t- I mean, but a title that can be defended 24. I always just thought the yeah. hardcore title, like, like people walking get through notifi- the airport. You get notifications from your WWE network app saying, hey, the, the network title, title is being is being defended right now. Come over and watch this. Yeah. Um, I, yeah I, I'm going to say hardcore title. Just the fact that titles were defend that title was defended 24-7. 
anywhere and everywhere was um, pretty awesome. What else? Uh, brown panty matches? Yep. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm but, just for, but for every. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, uh, no, not the brown panties matches. Uh, yeah, I think that's. Uh, if anything, that's really it. I'm, I'm sure we're. I'm sure I'm missing a couple, but that's all I can think of right now. Yeah. Um, and our next question from Sean: uh, Why would WWE think that the No Way Jose gimmick would work when it's pretty much a bite off Vandango or even Adam Rose? I mean, it really just depends on how well the performer, the, the performer himself, him or herself, carries himself, um, carries that gimmick, right? Yeah. Like, if oh, No Way Jose can make it work, if Elias can make it work, then I, I have no, I have. Wait, Zero if I, doubt if Elias that can make it work. If come on, Elias's gimmick was made to be like a j- stupid jobber, and then he just rolled with it. So if No Way Jose, I mean, if Elias can do it, I have no doubt that I No mean, Jose, def- Jose could do it. I definitely think um, a a stupid jobber gimmick or a, a, a not so great gimmick can work, but at the same time, this is a gimmick that's been somewhat tried out before. It's, oh yeah, you know, I think. I think what Sean's saying, and then like, why if it didn't work before, why is it going to work now? It just depends on your um, on the per- on your perception of success, really. Like, if you, no one's going to want, no one's going to believe that Noe Jose is going to be champion. Mm-hmm. But then, if they just if he just comes off as like a super entertaining guy that mildly pops a crowd like every week, like that could be considered su- a success. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely think that. Uh, I'm blanking. What the fuck was the question? Um, why wouldn't? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No way, no Jose. Way Jose. Uh, yeah, I just, I personally think get rid of those, get rid of the rosebuds a little bit. They're a little too rose buddy. You know what I mean? Like they are. They're if ed- it was just him by himself, it'd be fine. No, even if they had a conga line, that's fine. But everything about it is like they use the exact same wardrobe. Have a more concrete identity in the conga line. Like have them actually dress up like No Way Jose. Like everybody just wear all white open open shirt yeah, yeah yeah something like that you know like um something just a little different but like i said they're coming out in just all this like party attire yeah. and it's like a cruise yeah so i don't know that's it yeah what was the next question oh that was it actually you said two or three whatever i did say two or three let me see Carney. Let, me, let me just see real quick if there was one more um okay so here we go one from oscar uh, catchphrases can help build a wrestler's persona to no end. What are your favorite wrestling catchphrases, or what are catchphrases you aren't rem- you aren't remembered as fondly, or they should have been? Uh, the uh, the it doesn't matter when the Rock does that. That was always my favorite one growing up. Yeah, like do you can you believe that this thing I mean, is a thing? Well, it doesn't matter everything. Yeah. I, I mean, being an uneducated, you know. Trailer park boy, not not a trailer park boy, but uneducated young man growing up in a big city. I think "suck it" was probably always my <laughs> favorite catchphrase. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's the cross chops that make it work. The crotch oh. chops that make it work. The crotch chop. I like "burn it down." I really do like "burn it down." I know it sounds weird, but then it works with Seth Rollins so well. Yeah, like he doesn't say it, but you know the audience says it. Yeah, yeah. it's more, most of his shtick. Uh, what's a good catchphrase today? I'll think. Um, I mean. And I mean, these hands is kind of good. Yeah, Enzo Amore, uh, like that dude was a catchphrase machine. It's a shame about everything else about him. Yeah, like the, the you can't teach that thing. I was always a big. I was a really big fan of his. Like when I he first too. came up. And I, then, I even well, had Enzo shirt. shoot. <laughs> yeah, then, but I mean, well, Booker T. I mean, Booker T. puts it best, man, about Enzo. I'm all you know a little bit into it. He on his podcast, he just kind of says how you know Enzo was probably a guy who. 
Probably wasn't the best looking guy growing up. Didn't have a whole lot of he money. He overcompensated. And he overcompensated a whole lot. And um, and when that happens, you know, you start getting the strippers, the money, the fame. He bought in, he, um, uh, not in English, Simon Gotch also said, uh, said a really interesting thing about Enzo Mori is that he 100% believes his own BS. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like he, And he doesn't turn it off. It's Well, sometimes when you get into it, it's kind of hard to turn it off. Yeah. Um, and our last question was from Cisco. I put up on our question page. I Love your up, song, I, um, by the way, Cisco. Yeah, it's a great thong song, song, that thong song. Uh, he put, I put up a picture with the question thread of uh, Scott Hall. You know, I said, hey, yo. Hey, yo. So he said, who is this guy, and why does he have a crack in the middle of his head? Okay, what? How old is? How old are you, Cisco? He's he's an he's an, he's an older gentleman. He's well, a, and he's asking who? Yeah, who, who, who Scott is, Hall is? Yeah, I don't think he's a wrestling fan. I think he just saw the question thread up. Okay, well, Scott Hall, uh, born Scott Hall, a <laughs> one under the moniker of Razor Ramon after Vince McMahon after a Coke binge watched uh, Scarface, and he went up to one Scott Hall and says, "Hey, pal, you are going to be Razor Ramon, and you're pretty pretty much going to be Scarface." I thought the Razor Ramon gimmick was his idea. No, it was Vince's. Are you sure? Um, yeah. Okay. And oh, so, I mean, I believe you. And then he went on to WCW, one of the first as part of the Outsiders hey, yo. with uh, Kevin Nash. And he was one of the first guys, t- uh, I think including Hogan, to have guaranteed contracts where you have X amount of dollars. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's the picture I put up. I'm showing yeah. Michael right now. And uh, that's not a crack in his skull. That's his hair. That's his hair. His Clark Kent-esque hair. Uh, he went for, you know, the, the little twirl down the front. You know who I am, but you don't know why I'm why here. Why I'm here. Wiki, just look at my Wikipedia, Francisco. Like, I'm sure, subscribe to the WWE Network and you get all your Scott Hall needs. Yeah, check out all Former yeah. World War Three winner. Ooh, is he really? Yeah, he won that, uh, not the World, uh, what's it called? It was a 60-man royal. It's battle. it's it's, the, yeah. it's World War Three. I know what you're talking about, with the three different rings. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, that was the Raw review. Yeah. I mean, uh, no birthdays today, unfortunately. Yeah, so no, no one was born on May 1st. Nobody at all. I mean, yeah, well, nobody. That, how interesting nobody would that be? Of note. In my research of the one website I went to. Um, so, guys, that was the Raw review for May 1st. Yep. It's May Day. May Day. May Day. It's yeah. going to be May. Mayday, it is May. May Day. May Day. Uh, guys, don't forget you like, share, subscribe across all different social media platforms at CWR415. Also here at our two home, SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Also, our side home, our vacation home. Our side chick. Our, <laughs> exactly. KCSF Radio right here. Um, the beautiful City College of San Francisco campus directly uh-huh. out of the Broadcasting Electric Arts Media Department. Guys, it's been fun. Me and Jose are going to catch you tomorrow with the, the Smack It. Ow. The SmackDown Live stop review. Stop it, Corey. Uh, no, I can't stop slapping that ass. Uh, that was my ass. Oh, well, okay. Anyways, guys, I got to go before I get sexual harassment charges. It's been fun. It's been real. I hope it's been real fun. We'll talk to you later. Don't slap asses, guys. Yeah. Unless, uh, unless they want to. Unless it's permitted. Yeah. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Ow! <laughs>